Vibrational sound therapy. Sounds pretty good to me. It's Rhyme and Reason 448. Hey there, Tony here, coming at you with some more Rhyme and Reason. And I hope you're doing all right today. Hope you're fine and dandy wherever you are, whatever you got going on. What I have going on today to share with you is talking about some vibrational sound therapy. And on the surface, that kind of sounds odd. Vibrational sound therapy, if you don't know anything about that, has to do with um, sound, actually. And I'm going to kind of lead in with um, a little backstory of a sister-in-law of mine. I have six of those, by the way, six sister-in-laws. I don't have uh, five brothers. I don't have six brothers. But my wife has five sisters and then my brother has a wife. So there you go. You do the math. Anyway, one of these sister-in-laws is dealing with sister-in-laws, sisters-in-law, is dealing with serious uh, cancer issues right this very minute. She's dealing with it. She's been here, actually, in a hospital right here in Colorado Springs. She was here for six weeks, and she's already gone through, you know, all that extensive chemotherapy and radiation. You know how that goes. Hair loss. She had ghost-like complexion, and um, she didn't want to go the more holistic route that my wife suggested. Elgeline likes to, um, you know, help people with uh, their lifestyle choices, their especially food and nutrition, but her sister didn't want to go that route because she, she didn't feel like she has the willpower to stick with it, and she probably doesn't. So for her, the whole idea of vibrational sound therapy wouldn't have even showed up on her radar. Um, but could it help? Could it, you know, help with cancer? Well, maybe. I just read something interesting about a French composer who's also a biologist, and um, a colleague of his, another French biologist, and they conducted a laboratory... Laboratory? <laughs> There's my my old dog... Stuff coming in my laboratories. A laboratory study, they used um, low volume, and they said about 30 to 40 decibels, low volume acoustic sound on uterine cancer cells. And they pointed a camera on the petri dishes where the cells were. You know, they put these cells in there, and they pointed a camera at it, and I guess it was a camera that could pick up that sort of thing. And the results, according to these biologists that they caught on camera, showed how the sounds actually disintegrated the cells, those uterine cancer cells. And guess what they said was the most effective and interesting sound was? Well, I'll just tell you. It was a human voice. And they said a human voice would, and quoting them, explode those cancer cells in only nine minutes. Now, this is what they said. These are biologists, researchers who do this sort of thing, and um, not just the opinions of some guy who likes the uh, idea of vibrational sound. And after that, those two French biologists worked with a couple of women who were diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, and they had some more amazing results. I don't want to go into that right now because I'm talking about this other thing. But the doctors wrote how 
the cancer cells, and this is a, a quote, uh, a sentence quote from them, said, they said, the cancer cells show evidence of cell nuclei incapable of maintaining their structure as the sound wave frequencies attack the cytoplasmic and nuclear membranes. And that's an unquote. Well, that's pretty cool. They came up with a, a theory that tumor cells aren't in resonance with the human body. And we do have resonance, by the way. We, we have vibrations going on in us. And that means it appears uninterrupted resonant sound can actually destabilize and destroy cancer cells. Now, I think that's pretty darn cool. I mean, uh, the right sounds might be good cancer-fighting tools. Hmm, that sounds that's just amazing to me. I think it's something that, you know, they ought to follow up on. And even if it doesn't work for everyone, it's certainly a much safer first choice than chemo and radiation. And there's a lot of stats out there that talk about chemo and radiation maybe even harming more people than it helps. I'm not going to get into that either. But sound and light are much more likely to, to develop hope in a patient than all those harsh treatments. I think we could agree on that at least. And there's a, a video on this topic that I'm talking about at TonyFunderberg.com forward slash vibrational sound therapy, or just scroll down and you'll see the link that uh, has the, a picture, you know, that coincides with what I'm talking about. So could good vibrations help you heal? In some ways, medicine cannot. Well, if they can, it just makes sense. Sounds come from God's own train of thought. That's my little rhyme for this reason. And so that does it for this episode of Rhyme and Reason, brought to you by Tony Funderburk, maker of fine books and merch, words and music and rhymes and reasons. Don't forget, life does have rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.